0: welcome everybody to what would it cost florida your host niels decker and today we have an awesome special guest jane f Boland. and you know it's even hard to do this introduction because you are a a woman of many trades a serial entrepreneur so it's almost like how do i intro you but you know from your businesses your real estate law uh your title company to having been a commissioner and the mayor it goes on so welcome jane Thanks for having me. Jane, talk a little bit about when we, you know, here it's different than when you talk about HOA and you talk about real estate law. Elaborate a little bit on that.
1: Yeah. So Florida, you know, well first of all in the united states every single state is distinct so everyone has their own real estate laws and when you come to florida what you did in new york or in wisconsin is not the same as florida so in the state of florida we have condominiums hoas and cooperatives those are all considered common interest communities why common interest because you own a piece of that right but you have a common interest in generally what's 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 called common interest element or property Um, but a condominium is not an hoa and an hoa is not a cooperative Mm -hmm. and so what's really important that anyone understand when they come to the state of florida is that a condominium has its own separate statute 718 and there are very distinct rules and regulations around how condominiums run an HOA which is generally thought of as a homeowners association single family home also has a separate statute 720 that dictates that and then cooperatives do as well which are 719 so it's really important people call a condo an HOA and an HOA a condo it's really one of the first questions I ask them is you know are you in a condominium or are you in an HOA because you know any response I give them really depends on that
0: Yeah, got it. And and those are... I mean, maybe even let people know what areas those are common in because it, it's an off topic that we discuss too, especially for foreigners that are not familiar and, right. and probably even people from different states and how it's different here. Yeah. Uh, on nooks, let's say we're talking about Miami Dade or Broward or West Palm or even on the west side sure. of Florida, what that all looks like.
1: Yeah. So I think it's really, it's great. So you come to Florida, you throw a stone, you hit an HOA. <laughs> or <a>
0: condo, okay. <laughs>
1: yeah. So we have over 25,000 common interest communities throughout our state it's actually rare to find what most people know as single family homes really rare yeah. there's a couple things that'll um if you're just driving through a neighborhood you'll you may see signage that says welcome to the states of margate or welcome to xyz condominium yeah. so there, there's some giveaways right but just because there isn't a sign doesn't mean it's not an association so it's really important i mean any good real estate agent is going to make sure that that's listed why because there's a financial implication right yeah. you're going to be paying dues either you know monthly quarterly annually to an association so um i just think it's it's critical when you come in you you look at it and you say okay this is an association and then to your point right where do it where is it located so there's a city There's a county and there's a state and the state has laws 7, 18 and 20, which I mentioned before that govern HOAs and condos. But then there's now county ordinance, and then there's also city ordinance and that impacts you in maybe not exactly the association and how it operates, but it might impact you with short-term rentals. Because there's local ordinances and county ordinances, um, certainly around the whole bed tax issue. And, you know, then you think about it even larger, right? So there's you know, sort of federal law issues, right? Your ability to have emotional support animals or service animals. So it's all this like interweaving that happens. But when you come to Florida your number one question if you're getting into real estate is: yeah.
0: Is this in an association? Yeah. <laughs> if there's a gate or not, uh, and if yes. this could be an inves- invisible gate?
1: Abso- that's if, right. No yeah, gate needed. Cool. No sign needed. Cool. You need to find out for the
0: facts for and, sure. And and maybe speak a bit. Of, this is so cool. Like the history of that and the structure. So you're you're speaking on like federal, county, and and. Foreigners in other areas in other countries some sometimes talk about municipal. So they're yeah. talking about breaking down Essentially the governance on smaller scale larger larger. to, yeah. to the national what What had that goal that way or what's put kind of the history around it? because yeah. that's kind of need to understand because there, there seems to be some sort of advantages to it. and naturally are disadvantages, but maybe speak about that.
1: Sure so I think a good so from specifically to your question yeah. right in the united states we have a we our framework is you've got the federal law yeah you have state law and then within states you have counties and municipalities which are also known as townships or cities right um and they all interweave and sometimes the federal law surpasses the state law yep. sometimes the state surpasses a municipality um and then when you think about a condominium or hoa now here's the wrinkle right so the economy or HOA is also a not-for-profit business and so they have what's called a declaration of covenants and restrictions which is really just a fancy legal word to say there are rights and restrictions that run with the land that also interweave so now you've got federal state uh county municipal and then the declaration which for you and i as people who purchase properties that's the contract that we agreed to now it's not the contract we signed as in the real estate transaction mm-hmm. it when you sign the real estate contract and you close on this home and you take it or this condominium you're actually agreeing to this other contract that is recorded in the county in which your property is located Mm -hmm. and that tells you the additional rules and regulations on how you can use your land so um, you know not to make it sound complex but there is a lot of layers to the cake you know and you just want to be aware that 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 is the case so when you purchase a house here in or a condominium in the state of florida you're going to be given something called faqs frequently asked questions are required by law they're required to give you a copy of the declaration the bylaws the articles of incorporation and any amendments I mean the truth is mostly you're like yeah thank you for that, that i'll make the big stack of beans. yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> and i will uh look at that later Show can me. i bring my cat yeah. you know i mean yeah. that's really you know you're only focused yeah. on what you're focused on and that's okay yeah. but to be a really smart buyer you got to understand that you're going to have those regulations so i loved how you framed that question because there's so many layers to the cake yeah, yeah and so that's just cool. the reality
0: and and you know You've seen this now, not just in your you as a professional and your companies have looked at this in different layers, but also as having been the commissioner and a mayor, like how was that experience and, yeah. and having influence on, on, on how that went and speak on that. Sure, so
1: um, in 2018, I ran for the City of Oakland Park Commission, um, I won that race. I became the mayor in twenty 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 twenty. Yes, yeah. um, and, and it was COVID. a it was a yeah. right in COVID. Yeah. I was a COVID mayor, <laughs> yeah. the mayor who never went to any events because <laughs> we didn't have them. Um, but you know, so yeah. So funny enough, I, I I say a couple things. One, being an association attorney working in real estate, it's like prepared me to be a commissioner because I have dealt with every problem and situation neighbors not getting along, people not liking ordinances. I mean, I've dealt with that forever. Um, But, you know, in my role, we did pass short-term rental regulations, right? And so what was interesting for me professionally is that the cities have less power than the associations to actually regulate short-term rentals. Hmm. So when you purchase in a condo or HOA in Florida and you have some idea that you wanna have it be an Airbnb, nothing wrong with that. but you need to know that you have the ability to do that because the association can actually regulate it in a better manner than the city. Why is that? Well, the state, uh, some would say usurped the rights of cities Mm. to to regulate it in the manner that they would like to, right? Mm. So now most municipalities, just like the city of Oakland Park has a registry, you pay a business tax we can monitor your your home for code compliance but really dealing with the heart of the issue where you might have continuous um occupants who are nuisances etc is
0: actually much more effectively handled by an
1: association Mm. so it's sort of like a it's an interesting twist
0: yeah and also how that has evolved and and you know we see this in our different cities with Airbnb, how there's now licenses or there's limited yes. amount of time that they can do it. Is this a principal property or not? Is this investment? That's right. You know, and, and how that's a, so maybe this is so awesome. How has that evolved? Let's say in this, where we are now in the Broward country. Yeah county or in miami-dade or west palm or on the west side what are some of the involvements? so
1: all the major counties have a registration process why because they look at short-term rentals as taking away from bed tax right so you're going to pay a registration fee you're going to have to complete an application and you're going to have to pay taxes on that so you know I don't think there's anything wrong with having a short-term rental. In fact, I own one in St. Martin County and I pay my taxes every single month. Um, and I complete my registration every year. And you know, as long as you're doing that properly and you're being compliant, it's great. But that is, you know, I think coming to Miami-Dade, Broward, West Palm, even on the West coast absolutely if you're buying an investment pro- property yeah. before looking at the property understand the uses of that property and understand whether you can do it because it's not just short term rentals there's also group homes there's a lot of other you know sort of nuances to that because you know as society has evolved and grown how we use our property has changed but we still i believe fundamentally and I love being american and sovereign that you have the right (laughs) to exclude or include someone in your property you have the right to use your property within the limitations of law and i think that's why you see the state of florida which is like a tourist destination say yes we need to protect neighborhoods and communities but we also really recognize this is a now driving force right yeah. Um, so it's always a balance. Yeah. Always a balance.
0: Yeah. Very cool. So, and I think to what you put it in there too, depending what County someone is. So for the listeners that are looking yes. where they're going to be buying the realtors will have that know all of what are those rules. And, and, and like you said too, is it a condo or a single a single family home, which, and, and on am not seeing family home topic. Um, how rare because you mentioned in the beginning which was yeah. interesting how rare is it in certain areas and and why is it almost excluded or speak on that
1: yeah well i think you've seen more common interest communities hoas and condos with development so yeah. when you get on the beach and you think of condos you think of the large yeah. tall. you know that's all a development matter right before there was development in the in the area right there were more single family homes that came along so now when you see larger developers come and take undeveloped land and create communities which are beautiful they're always common interest communities when you're in neighborhoods you know oakland park the reason i live in oakland park is there's very few condominiums or hoas in oakland park i actually it was a distinct choice for me To want to live in a community where my neighbor could change their oil and not get a violation letter yeah you know so again (laughs) i i think it's you know to your point though i just want to you mentioned about the realtors i believe realtors are excellent we work with them they are professional friends i also believe as a as a buyer or you really need to look at use rights of property you can ask the realtors but they're not ultimately responsible for that right so so in a residential setting maybe a little bit more so it's it's going to be handled at the title phase you're going to learn but you know i see oftentimes with commercial uses you know they, they put them out, you know, people put them out for rent and then you don't realize, well, I want to have a barbershop. Well, this is not, this is an industrial use area. You know what I'm saying? So I think in Florida, doesn't matter what county you're in, it's worth doing the due diligence yeah. to be clear about your, what your use of the property is going to be for both in residential and commercial and doing that homework and seeing if it matches. You know, d- don't rely on the MLS is what I'm yeah. saying,
0: right? Yeah. MLS is useful. Very, very useful, yeah. but you can't rely on it. Yeah, and, and nothing worse than being contract, deals Awful. funded, and then you find out that you can't go the routes that you wanted to, Awful. so definitely, yeah. Yeah, so... HOA in condos, HOA in gated communities, look out what the differences are, that's the big takeaway, it's huge, so, and it's come up, this conversation has come up many times, so this is is awesome on the clarity on all of that. Glad to bring that. One
1: thing I would say for your listeners, especially around HOAs, right, like beautiful single-family home neighborhoods, people love them, they look at them and they think, oh yeah, I could put in a, a pergola in the back, or I'm gonna put in a basketball area for my child. Yeah, you need to understand that under the HOA setting under 720, they have architectural standards, guidelines, yeah. and they can enforce them.
0: Yeah, and the grass needs to be cut to a certain height. You bet. You know, <laughs> you name it, you so bet. very cool. Yeah. Okay, amazing takeaways. I'm gonna ask the what would it cost question, and what would it cost to live in an HOA association?
1: So the answer is that I don't know. <laughs> but you need to find out, yeah. it's disclosed in the FAQ, but here's what I think your listeners really need to get. You can pay monthly, quarterly, or annually. It depends on what that declaration says. And when you get a budget, which you will get disclosed when you're seeking to purchase in a condo and HOA, you want to ask questions about special assessments. So right now in Florida, we had the unfortunate tragedy of Surfside, as you may remember, and. It's really big in the news talking about the increase in insurance prices and what that's doing to associations. And also we have something called SB40, which was a structural component bill that was passed last year by the legislature, which is currently being discussed right now. But here's the bottom line. We all know in my profession that association dues are going up. So the maintenance fees that you're going to pay, your special assessments are going to go up. So it's, it almost feels like people don't understand that if you purchase in a condo and the current fees are 250, that you really need to be able to pay probably double triple that and a special assessment if necessary
0: yeah so you know it's a huge topic too when we're talking about funding that that conversation gets overlooked more than more than once
1: yes and there's what is required to be disclosed by law and then there's actually doing a little bit more due diligence so let me give a hot tip to your listeners you know you you ask what's in the faq you look at the budget but then what i would actually do is talk to people in the neighborhood. Mm-hmm. What's happening? See if you can see the meeting minutes. Are they planning to make any major changes? Mm-hmm. Ask about the insurance policies, talk to people, find out what you're, you can hear on the street. And you know, you you don't have a right to attend the board meeting, not as an owner, but you do have a right to ask the person selling to maybe get you more than what's required by law. Yeah. Because right now it is a bit of a crystal ball game. And the problem with Florida law, it's not a problem, but you're on the hook. Yeah. And it's ju- what's what's called joint and several liability, previous owner, current owner. And so having gone through the crisis in 08, having seen people fall past due in assessments, I mean, we know that once you're past due, in the state of Florida, which our listeners may not know, we can foreclose on your home. Mm. So it's not just the mortgage company that can foreclose or the government for tax purposes, the associations can foreclose. And that is, I mean, we could do a whole nother episode on that.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, very cool. So good to know that it goes way beyond just what you think who can foreclose who's That's got right. the rights. And and then also, you know, it's almost like could you take the seller? let's have a dinner and let's do an interview questionnaire yes at that point but you know find out ways there's ways to get creative at that to see how you can get the communication that will be crucial for you to be able to close with peace and no surprises that's right yeah very cool That's right speak about so what would it cost you know we're talking about real estate law and we're talking about the title company yeah what would it cost to have your services yeah
1: so for peyton bull in the real estate law firm yeah. Um, we bill hourly, right? And we yeah. bill against a retainer, which is very common practice for associations. But what we also do is we have flat fees. So if you go to com, yeah. we have an actual shop. Where you can get a half an hour consultation for $150, you can get a lease review. I mean, we have a whole bunch of flat fee services under real estate, yeah. which are really excellent, and I don't know a lot of attorneys that do no. that. So, um, I would encourage you to take a look at that. Um, also, on the Janelle Title side, you know, we're really clear. We have we're sort of a no junk fees situation. We charge $750 for the the actual closing plus the title insurance. Title insurance is statutory. I mean, everybody charges the same thing. What's different is the fee add-ons, but we don't have what I would call the junk fees, wire fees, filing fees, uh, storage fields. Yeah, administration fees. So we don't do that. We're really clear, cut and dry. Yeah. Um, and we do, you know, when we work with our real estate professionals and and folks, you know, there are ways to to, to discuss that. So I would say when it, when you think about what does it cost, you know, flat fees for Peyton Mullen come talk to us from the Janelle title
0: side, but we're always very upfront. About I love that. it. And, and it, it's, it screams you. It's a no nonsense and you this bet. is what you get. And that's how you are. I love yeah. it. It's awesome. Thank you. Where can people find you?
1: Yeah. So, um, Peytonbowlin.com Janelle title.com. Jane F. Bolin on on Instagram. Jane F. F. Bolin on Instagram and in LinkedIn. Uh, But yeah, if you look me up, Jane F. Bolin, there's one Jane Bolin from 1920. She's the first African American judge from New York. Pretty amazing. I am honored that she's my namesake. That's not me. The other Jane F. Bolin you can find. It's in the city of, you know, from the city of Oakland Park and with
0: Peyton Bull and her Janelle title. I love it. Amazing. Well, a pleasure to have you today. Thank you so much. Thank you. And thank you for listening today, everyone out there. This is What Would Have Caused Florida. Until next time.